Right, it's now 9.30. In 90 minutes, the new Callaway Paradigm driver is launched. Although it's a very strange embargo, isn't it? Because it's all been all, all over the USGA's um, official sanctioned list thing. Yeah, it was, yeah, yesterday or the day before. But very few people have hit it. You two have been in something of a Callaway black hole for the last 48 hours. We've had some clubs courier tours from Sheffield. Uh, Rotherham, wasn't it? Rotherham. Oh, Nottingham. Uh, that courier service was absolutely amazing. I literally basically pressed book and then it felt like they turned up. Uh, and you two have driven all the way to Peterborough to hit the new driver. Hannah's hit it before when she was out in the Middle East in October. Um, but this was the official sort of gathering of content, first time you'd hit it. Yep. Uh, and it's safe to say that you're quite excited about it, isn't it? A good-looking driver. If anyone types a good-looking driver again, I think our website might crash. <laughs> Having said that, I do think it is probably the best-looking driver that's coming out this year. And it's, like, so different to what you expect from Callaway. Like, I think the biggest thing is they've gone to, like, a gloss finish instead of, like, the previous matte crown they had. But also, like, the shaping's just completely different. Like, it's much more players-inspired. It's much more compact. There's a lot of kind of new alignment features, new colourways. It just looks completely different to last year's Rogue ST. And I think I loved the performance of the driver last year, but the big thing for me that was probably the only negative was how it looked. Like, the heads were very big. They were very oversized. Whereas I feel like they've really kind of flipped that on the head this year. Last year's was too jazzy, you think? Not too jazzy, it was just they were very large footprints because they wanted them to be forgiven. And even the, um, the triple diamond, which is supposed to be like the tall head, it didn't look, it doesn't look anything as good as the new one looks, I think. The new triple diamond is like the prettiest golf club ever. Sorry, so triple diamond is the tall player version, basically. Yes. So it's got the most compact head. Yep. And that's their way of distinguishing between the normal driver and the tall player driver. And that's the case last year and this year. Well, so Triple Diamond originally started a few years ago as like a tour only model. And then okay. people were like, we want to be able to buy this. So now they've brought it into the range and it's like their low spin model of the three models available. So this year there's three models, the Paradigm, which sits in the middle, the Paradigm X, which is like the most forgiving model, like highest spin, highest launch. Then the Triple Diamond sits on the other end, lowest spin, lowest launch. Slightly more favoured by us. Right. And what are Callaway saying about it? Why, why, why is it called Paradigm, anyway? Well, actually, interviews all about that, so should we see what he has to say? Yeah, I didn't actually know you'd asked him that, so yeah. Hi, Evan. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, first up, I just really wanted to do kind of a deep dive into Callaway and the new Paradigm range. But before we start with the technology, how did the new name come about? And like, what is the inspiration and kind of ideas behind that? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, typically, uh, you know, a lot of people were expecting maybe another Epic driver this year uh, or follow up on Rogue, but uh, we really wanted a completely new family, new name, um, because this product is is uh, really different from any product we've we've launched recently. And the paradigm name came kind of from this kind of paradigm shift in, in thinking uh, in R&D, where we wanted a, a completely new body construction, something uh, visibly uh, differentiated from our competitors, but gave us something that gave us a distinct performance advantage. 
uh, and then kind of a paradigm shift in, in the way we used AI to do our face design. So um, that's kind of how the name came about. Does that answer your question? It does. Do you know what paradigm means? I feel like every time I've searched it, it's come up with like a slightly different thing. Well, that's not true, is it? Because Google just, so that's not how Google works, is it? Well, it is, because each time I look at a different place, it gives me like a different bit of information. Do you think maybe you spell it differently every time? Paradigm is a typical example or pattern of something, a pattern or model. So if you're having a paradigm shift, you're shifting from one typical pattern or model to another. So that's quite good, isn't it? Well, yeah, Callaway's take is it's a set of ideas or a way of looking at something. And right. they're saying, like, this name signifies, like, thinking outside of the box and doing something different. Why is it not spelt right? Because they didn't want people to pronounce it paradigm. And, like, take it. the word dim, and which is, like, not a great word. It's been misspelled so much on social media already and it's not even out yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so they didn't want to have bad vibes from dim, basically. Yeah. Um, and what is the paradigm shift? So what, what has fundamentally changed in the technology? So the big story is this new 360 carbon chassis. So essentially the whole middle section of the club, like sole and crown, is all like one big 360 carbon piece. I feel like I should probably let the actual tech experts talk us through this. Yeah, hang on, before you do that, so it's, sorry, it's basically all carbon is what you're saying. So apart from the club face and like the surround around the club face and the weight literally right at the back of the club head, the whole middle section of the club is carbon. So obviously that means it's super lightweight, which is why they've been able to make like the heads more small and compact because they can still get weight on the edges and get that perimeter weight in that drives the forgiveness, but in a small head. Right. Tom's looking really confused. Well, yeah, because, sorry, the old way of thinking, or my, my brain saying, if something's lighter, that means you can make it bigger and therefore more forgiving. But what you're saying is lightness means they can, like, really extremely weight different bits of the club. So the whole thing with, like, golf club design is you're always, like, balancing different things. Like, there's always a trade-off. If you make a club head really big so it's more forgiving, you can't move it through the air as quick, so then you're losing speed. With this, like, because that middle section is so light you can get like almost extreme weight and easier inside like that shape so then you can still have it more compact so you can move it just as quick so you can still get the distance so you're getting like there's no trade-offs you're almost getting like everything in one package so you're still getting aerodynamics as well as the forgivingness yeah is forgiveness a word no forgiveness is, is a word <laughs> <laughs> right so what did Callaway have to say about it quite a lot actually so we've got that like 360 full like carbon chassis, which is the main kind of new tech story. How did this come about and like, how is it made? Because it seems like a really complex structure to try and actually build. Yeah, the 360 carbon chassis is kind of the defining kind of technology of these woods um, and what makes it uh, so unique. Um, so it kind of refers to the center portion of the club head that's made completely of carbon composite. Um, no, no metal support, no titanium, no aluminum. Um, it's actually two different types of carbon material. Uh, the crown is the triaxial carbon, uh, which is kind of a continuous fiber, um, similar to what we've seen in the past on our crowns. Uh, and then the sole is forged carbon. So it made completely differently. It's actually chopped fibers that's kind of, uh, forged into shape. Um, and so it allows us to have kind of more complex geometries on the sole and actually control the thickness 
uh, a lot better than you can with a continuous fiber. So um, super lightweight, super stiff, uh, and allows us to take that weight from the middle of the club head uh, and reposition it to other areas uh, for enhanced performance. So a lot of it was pushed to the front to kind of enhance the ball speed technologies. And then a lot of it was pushed towards the, the back uh, to offer adjustability and a really high MOI for more forgiveness. I think what's quite interesting is that forging process means like the sole texture on each driver is unique. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, yeah, if you look at every driver, you know, the, the, the way that the chopped fiber is kind of forged into shape, it takes on kind of a random pattern. Uh, so every single uh, sole is unique and slightly different. So uh, that is a cool, cool aspect of it. So that chassis, if I believe it, is 20 grams lighter than the kind of the similar tech we saw in Rogue. What has that allowed you to do elsewhere in the club head? So like I said, the, the mass in the middle of the club head is not very uh, beneficial for performance. So we want to try and push that mass into the perimeter of the club head. Uh, a lot of it was pushed into the back we, to the adjustable perimeter weight. Uh, that gives players the ability to kind of adjust their shot shape. Um, and retain kind of high moments of inertia uh, for more forgiveness. And then some of it is pushed towards the front and into the jailbreak structure, uh, which is uh, enhances ball speeds. And I think it's interesting because you, along with a lot of brands now, decide to have these kind of three key models. How do you define where like the edges of them are and what kind of key properties you want for each one? So we have yeah three three different models. Um, the standard model, which has the the sliding weight in the back, uh, we think kind of appeals to the broadest uh, segment of the market. So it's it's our highest MOI model, um, very neutral shot shape with the slider in the middle. But then you can get a little bit of draw bias if you move that uh, weight to the heel. Um, so. Uh, this kind of is really the Rogue Max and Rogue Max LS uh, player type of last year. Um, if you need a little bit more draw bias uh, than that and need something that's a little bit uh, bigger uh, look at address, um, then we have the Paradigm X. So this is going to be a little higher launching, a little easier to turn over, a little bit more forgiving from that perspective. Um, and then the Triple Diamond, that's uh, kind of been our bread and butter on tour the last couple of years. Um, it's our most used model on tour. And uh, this is obviously geared towards better players who want a little bit more compact head shape, uh, very neutral uh, shot shape. And then it's got two screws uh, front and back that are interchangeable. So if you want really low spin, you can move the heavyweight to the front. And if you want something with more uh, control and workability you can put the heavyweight in the back so you mentioned the weight track there and you managed to get over 9000 moi and a weight track which to most golfers might not mean anything but that's very forgiving <laughs> yeah with for with, sure. with adjustable technology and those two things don't usually combine well what is yeah, it that's again, kind, that's of kind of allowed another, you to do that yeah that's kind of another uh a paradigm shift, if you will, uh, being able to offer adjustability without really any sacrifice and forgiveness. So that's really a testament to this body construction and, and the weight savings that we get out of using uh, composite materials uh, and being able to, um, 
you know, take that weight and push it towards the perimeter. Yeah, because I think a lot of consumers don't realize how a lot of the times you're kind of balancing different technologies and weighing up which element you want to be the most important. So is this driver a really forgiving model? Is it something that we can make adjustable? But actually making those changes elsewhere in terms of weight and savings allows you to be able to do both rather than have to pick one or the other. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, club design is is often a, a game of trade-offs. Uh, we're constantly making trade-offs. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly when you have a lot more discretionary mass to be positioned in, in inside the uh, club head, then you can do some things differently. And I think that's, uh, again, one of the uh, paradigm shifts uh, in in all of these metal woods is that um, you know we we didn't have to sacrifice one thing to get it for another. So jailbreak's back again. It's had a bit of an upgrade. Can you chat about the new wisp like wishbone shaping and how that came around? Yeah, so this is kind of the latest evolution of of jailbreak. Um, you know, functionally it still does. Uh, the same thing, you know, it creates uh, uh, more stability uh, in the body, um, minimizes the amount of deflection <clears throat> uh, and energy lost in the body during impact and uh, uh, focuses that energy more into the face deflection. Um, <clears throat> you know, as our face technology evolves, uh, jailbreak geometries evolve as well. Um, constantly looking at trying to take weight out of jailbreak, make it a little bit more efficient from that perspective. Uh, while still retaining all of the the kind of uh, benefits that we see from from jailbreak. And you talk a lot about AI in terms of the club faces. How much does AI come into creating other technology in the head, such as that jailbreak? Yeah, I mean, it, AI is is a, a technology we we believe in. Um, we think it's uh, you know the the really breakthrough in club design that's really changed the way that we. Uh, design golf clubs um it's we use it primarily in the face but it does have uh did have an impact on on the jailbreak structure as well you know we designed these uh two to kind of complement each other to work as a system and so like i said as the face technology evolves uh, jailbreak does as well he said what you said I've been listening to this for ages and been to all the product presentations. Really I don't know why you're surprised you? about that. Amazing. Um, it's quite laconic, isn't it, for American? Not quite, sort of, was expecting something more in my face. He's, he's probably as tired as we are. Listenable. <laughs> um, that is, there's a few things with that, isn't there? The, does the uniqueness of the soul mean that they actually, they all will perform differently? How, what's that? Is that just the pattern? Surely they're not all going to be different. No, it's not. It's just like because you've got this chopped up carbon that's like forged into place, it's all going to be the same weight and the same strength and stuff like that, but it's just the way it looks like texturally will be slightly different. Right, okay. That's pretty cool though. So you've got a sort of a unique product of your own. And you've hit it and there's a lot of talk here about forgiveness. So you're still getting decent distance off this driver. Yes. I think I averaged like just under 230 and it was like five degrees and I was wearing like five jackets so (laughs) I think in summer there's potential for some pretty good distance there but the dispersion was off the charts I think like my left to right dispersion with the paradigm was 30 yards on the range and on the golf course which I kept just trying to hit it like harder and see if it disappear and it didn't so does the, the 
what's the alignment like from the from the top of the club then if the whole thing's made of carbon is it is it all one piece it's not all one piece because on the front on the top of the club face it kind of like rounds up onto the top of the crown so you have this like alignment feature right at the front which is like black and then you have the top of the carbon crown which is all in this like blue coloring okay so you get kind of this nice little framing at the front and also you get a little bit of frame at the back where the like adjustable weight slots in some contrast between the shiny head and the matte alignment yeah and there's a lot of talk about the head being compact so they're actually smaller from a cc point of view or are they still the same from a cc point of view because the like whole head has a bit more like depth to it so you still have the same like 460 cc head but it just looks smaller from above well certainly in the paradigm and the triple diamond in the Paradigm X, that's a little bit more elongated because that's all about like high launch and more forgiveness. So there's a bit more weight back and it's like a bit more of a stretch profile, but it's still smaller than like the equivalent models we would have seen last year. Right, and the heads are all fully adjustable um, from a loft point of view because sometimes they bring out fixed heads, don't they? Yeah, these are all fully adjustable. To what degree? Well, we tested 9 degree in the Triple Diamond, then 10.5 in the Paradigm, Paradigm X. So I think we could loft them down one degree and up two degrees. So you have like three degree of loft movement. You said you'd forgotten your main tech point. What was your main tech point? I just think the last few years, Callaway have had loads of really good tech stories, but they've all been like inside the club head. Mm -hmm. So like jailbreak, people can talk about, it, but no one sees it. And like the AI club face, it's all on the back of the club head, which is internal. So you can't see anything. So like the fact they've got this new like carbon story which is wrapped around the club head and like you can physically see like the different textures of the two types of carbon and they've got this like unique sole is like quite a big win because they've actually got some like visible technology that people can like physically see and be like all right yeah like i get i get what the story is this year helpful from a marketing point of view definitely but you're also saying you think it performs better than last year's definitely yeah, yeah. Well, that's quite a big statement isn't it and the, the jailbreak thing, we touched on this on uh, our last podcast. Um, that is quite cool, though, because they've still got that technology in this club. Yeah, so it's been in for a few years, and each year they just kind of refine it. So they're using the AI technology to make it better, um, to refine where it's gone, to refine the size of it, the weight of it. So they're not using kind of excess weight in that area, but they're still getting like, the stiffness and like stabilising the face. So you've now got the, the win of the the all carbon head plus the jailbreak technology and it has all sort of added up to an iteratively better product. Yeah, I think so. We got like, what was it, five yards extra carry distance out of this compared to last year's, but probably like 25 to 30% better dispersion. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Mm. And then um, I had a look briefly at the fairways and the hybrids earlier, which you've been hitting. Yep. And they are beautiful looking things, aren't they? They are stunning definitely um i really like the color scheme um but i really like how they sit behind the ball the, the triple diamond fairway wood is awesome it's super deep um amazing for off the tee or if you're a really good ball striker i suppose off the fairway but the normal just the paradigm standard head is like going to be in everybody's bag i reckon because it's so shallow um that it's so easy to hit off the ground so if you're Someone like me who hits it probably as a second shot club rather than a tee shot club, um, then it's uh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. But it's also good for like 
uh, higher handicappers because it's you know really easy to get in the air, and you can get it all the way up to an eleven wood. <laughs> yeah, twenty-seven degree eleven wood, which I think is amazing. So you could have like in theory a bag full of them, um, which I think would be great for some people. Twenty-seven degree eleven wood. So we are going to see. This is going to be a theme, isn't it, of these? Because those the head shapes on most fairways are pretty old school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the triple diamond one particularly is like a proper gentleman's persuader in old school parlance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, small, small and compact. But you two, and we have to take your word for it, are telling telling us that the performance is is like hitting some much much bigger. Oh yeah, I I mean the the ball speed I was getting off the uh, the fairway woods were incredible. Um, they're just they're they're really really powerful. You sort of you have to go hit one. So you can't encourage people enough to go and try it themselves, really. So the evolution we've gone on is from those sort of mid two thousands titanium GBB, which were absolutely vast from a um, CC perspective, and people would say it was like swinging a frying pan, and you get all this performance benefit, but it sort of there, there was no appreciation of what the club looked like, and you obviously lost a bit of aerodynamically. And now, if you sort of wind forward, however many years that is, twenty years. We're now at a point where we've got all of that performance benefit, probably more performance benefit, but we've now got something that's much better looking, much more aero, much more workable perhaps. Yep. Um, much more, from a fair perspective, presumably much more versatile. Definitely. No, I right. think I literally physically gasped after I hit this fairway the first time because it was so easy to hit and it just launched so much. I was like, do you know just not expecting something? They like it's your first shot and it was just like dead straight and went up in the air and I was like, what? They don't look like that either. They don't look like they're going to be sort of. No, they don't. Yeah, they're not like a spoon, are they? They they look strong. Yeah. But like it's like what Hannah's saying, with all the carbon in the head, they're able to move the weight into a sort of a really optimal place. Yeah. So, so they're just sort of, although they look like a really good players' club, they're sort of as easy to hit as a, a game improvement club. It's almost like the carbon has moved us from one state to another, isn't it? It's almost. It's, I wish there was a word that. The paradigm shift. That's it. <laughs> uh, so there'll be more more of this uh, Callaway deep dive as we get further into their launch period. We are now one hour and ten minutes away from their launch period with a podcast to edit. Um, hope you've enjoyed listening. Please do subscribe. Like I say, we'll be back again next week with another Callaway deep dive and check out all the gear for more equipment podcasts as the launch season progresses through January.